I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> We have a guest today. His name is David. We went to college together. David, would you like to intro yourself? I will certainly try. My name is David Ferris. Let me give you my elevator pitch. I am a slightly funny, morbidly alcoholic, 22-year-old, newly corporate worker gay kid who lives in San Francisco. And... That's about me. Huge fan of the pod as well. Um, Huge fan of the pod. I listen to every single episode in preparation for this very moment. (laughs) I think if you have to force him into saying huge fan of the pod, (laughs) that like maybe, maybe he's not, you know? (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I truly am. I've listened to every episode. I am, I'm I'm up to date on what's current on Two Solid Sixes. Speaking of the corporate world, Natalie, do you want to explain how you also slightly knew David? I, I will. So actually, without knowing the connection with Caitlin and you, a friend connected us about a corporate job that I used to work at that David now works at that I sort of tricked him into taking. So now he is sort of a corporate slave, thanks to me really hyping up over a coffee chat how cool working at that company was. So sorry about that. Yeah, you really... she proceeded to leave. Yeah, you really sold it to me. And and um, I literally was so excited to start. I was like, me and Natalie are going to be co-workers. Like, she's going to bring me in on some projects. And I literally, I'm, I'm not joking, like, literally start my first day, which was a Monday. And Natalie posts on LinkedIn, like, leaving this job, going to another job. Like, <laughs> and I it was really nice knowing you, actually. Yeah, I was, I was like, what the actual F, but whatever. I'm a corporate cog in a capitalist machine now. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But it pays the bills. I guess why we're having you on, one thing that the three of us all share is our our love of boys and men. Um, And so I really want to dive into sort of your experience on Hinge, Grindr, being gay and SF. I guess uh, starting in slow, there is, or where, where I went, where me and Caitlin went to college, Cal Poly slow, there was literally like for attractive gay guys. Um, I can confirm that's very true. Wow. Me, I'm from Park City, Utah. So like going to college in California, I was like, oh my God, it's like all like LA. Like there's going to be like so many gay guys and I'm just like literally going to have to be like pushing them away. Like everyone's (laughs) just literally going to be like throwing themselves at me. I was shocked. It's like that. It's like that. Nene leaks meme where she goes, "I was shocked, honey. I was scared." Okay, and they have the <laughs> refrigerator. Oh no, not the white refrigerator. No, it was it was definitely <laughs> shock. Um, but then moving up to San Francisco, obviously, it's like the gay capital of the West. Um, amazing. Not even like in the sense of like guys, but like just in the sense of like the community and having fun and like it's way bigger and Hinge and Grinder. They just never get better. Unfortunately, it's like all men are scum. To be quite yes. <laughs> Yes. Just to give the listeners a little context, David is an extremely attractive gay man and like attractive to the point of like, it's annoying to straight girls that he's gay. So annoying. So Uh, annoying. I come, he commented on one of my TikToks. I posted a TikTok about being catfish. This girl took my identity and he commented like, wow, what an honor. Like, I wish this would happen to me. And then I commented back and said, with a face like yours, I would do this to you. And that comment alone got like thousands of likes. (laughs) I have I have been catfished before actually in high school which I don't really understand because like I can show you a picture of myself in high school and I had a unibrow (laughs) my mom didn't think to like introduce me to tweezers until I was like about to leave for college so thanks a lot saved by the bell so when you moved to SF 
did your Cal Poly dream of guys throwing themselves at you swimming through a sea of men, did that come true once you moved to SF? I mean, like, I want to say no, but I'm, like, I, oh, I want to, yeah, but I'm, like, really humble. Like, that's the thing is, like, I just, like, above all, I stay humble. So I'm going to say no. Um, well, I'm gonna well say we're no, not going but... to lie on this podcast, so we're also going to say yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, you heard it here first. Yes. Uh, you heard it here first. I've definitely taken a spin on all of the dating apps in SF. I've okay. been on Grindr. I've been on Tinder. I almost said TikTok. TikTok is kind of like a dating app recently. Um, I'm sorry, what? I can't get a guy to even ask me to set up an OnlyFans. Like, how do well, I? Natalie, that's because you're ugly. That's so true. It's so true. And then I've been on Hinge. I actually, I deleted all of my dating apps because I am spoken for now. <gasps> you're spoken for? Oh my God. End the episode now. You're going <laughs> What's home? your purpose to us now? What? Oh, I mean, don't worry. I've been around the block more times than anyone else on this goddamn earth. Boots he's, to the ground. He's hotter than us. Men are throwing themselves at him and, and now he now has a boyfriend. <laughs> what is Get? your purpose? I'm so jealous. Get out. <laughs> you're useless. I mean, I've always been useless. Like that just has never changed. I've never had any, any redeeming qualities. Always had the utility of a piece of lint. Good for you. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I definitely was, I was single in San Francisco for a good three months and I can take you through. I actually like put together, like, obviously you've never had a gay man on the pod and there's a first time for everything. And I'm glad I could be the one, but I put We're together, too. I put together like a list of the types of guys that you will find on San Francisco Grinder, And I would love to take you guys through it i would love that okay let's go for a ride let's go like buckle up you (laughs) are going to be taken on a ride okay so the types of guys that you'll find on grinder so first of all grinder is you're only here for a good time you know what that means listeners of the pod right it literally shows who is geographically closest to you so it's like squares it's a bunch of squares and it's just like an endless feed that you can scroll through and the first person that's there is the one that's closest to you and in san francisco because everyone is gay there's like people who are like 12 feet away from you and you're like that's a little too close for comfort (laughs) you're at fort mason there's like a million squares walking he's walking outside of your apartment and you run outside and chase him down oh my god yeah. You're like, oh, so, that gay man yeah. was actually so, homeless. Shoot. That was just a homeless guy. <laughs> that's the that's the one that set up the camp outside of my yes. house the other day. Yeah, that's him. So for context, you will not be taken out on a date. If that's what you're looking for on this app, like that is you are looking up the wrong tree. You will most likely only say hey and see ya to each other. Those are the only words that need to be spoken to each other. Would you um, equate it to a a gay t- Tinder? I mean, we have gay Tinder, and I would say that it's even it's a step below that okay wow it's even more just get get it done it's like literally like you're there for one reason and one reason only it's transactional okay. i love it's that literally and it's like it's everyone knows that it's like that's just what it is it's like you go on if you like need it now right <laughs> go off well at least that's fair yeah. everyone's on it for the same purpose like Absolutely. i feel like hinge there's a lot of misfiring we'll get so much misfiring (laughs) um but yeah so then there's like a few like different types of profiles that you'll always see like regardless of your city so the first one is like a blank profile and it's like you know how on facebook if someone doesn't have a profile picture it's just like the out like the yes the the creepy man yes honest man yeah so it's that so it's like sometimes even a blank name with very little descriptors about them it will be usually very short and to the point and if you do interact it will be hey here's my location this is it 
you don't even get a ask, photo first like is that even worth it for you okay, like yeah. oh I don't I actually don't even know what you look like yeah I'll meet you and hook up with you that sounds fun well, so <laughs> can I ask how dark of a place do you have to be in to say yes to Mr. Anonymous well okay so sometimes like if you like sometimes they'll send you photos but like the thing is like Mr. Anonymous is it's one of two things it's no offense they're ugly or <laughs> yeah <laughs> no or, shit or they're like super old and they want to like try and like entice you before they show you a picture of themselves so that right maybe it'll be like right. oh they're they're nice like you know i would what about love this Go ahead. what about the theory that just came to my mind what if it's a straight guy posing yeah. as a straight guy who doesn't want to be seen on this grinder profile but wants to like get out into the gay world okay so that takes us into our next category okay and that's that's the headless torso <laughs> So, so I don't know if this is like DL, so like down low. So that's like what people like, that's what people put out there when they say like, I'm DL is like, I'm down low. Like I'm not really out or anything. So the headless horses are the DL guys who want to see if they know you before they send you a face pic, just to make sure that they don't accidentally out themselves, but they right. still want you to know that they're like ripped and have a good body. Okay. I'm like speechless. Like I'm I speechless. love this and this preparation, by the way, well oh. done. I mean, as I said, I don't work very hard. So I spent all day doing this. <laughs> like feel free to share the Google doc you're looking yeah, at right literally. now. <laughs> um, but so for the headless torso, you'll probably have to meet at your place because he doesn't want to reveal too much about himself. He doesn't want you oh, to okay. know his roommates. He doesn't want you to walk past his roommates. He doesn't want you to see like where he went to school or where he's working. He just wants one thing and he doesn't want you to know too much about him. Okay. Hey, okay, interesting. Yeah. Was that all of them? No, oh, no, 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 no. There's, okay. um, there's Sorry, six. Continue. There's six. Caitlin thinks the only people on this app are headless torso and anonymous. <laughs> and, okay. and profile. Yeah. So third is the older gentleman. Um, they'll okay. usually have one selfie up of their face without a shirt on, and they will always message you first and tell you how cute and young you look. And they will always, they will always ask into older question mark. Okay, can I actually ask you that? And you don't have to answer this. You don't want to, but every gay friend I have, like age is really, truly just a number. No one cares. Like my friend in college was like, yeah, I'm dating a 55 year old. And then I think about that. I'm like, so that's the, the age of my dad. Um, I personally wouldn't, but like for some reason, all my gay friends are like, yeah, he's just, you know, just a hot guy. I think that, I think it's different. Like I would like hook up with an older person, but I would never like date an older, like a very much older person. Cause that would freak me out. And also my parents are super young. Like my dad is 41. So like, I think anything over that threshold would like freak me out too much freak you out yeah we're yeah. like david wow. hasn't given details about his spoken for man yet so we're like he could okay. be 55 he's <laughs> turning 24 in or 25 in april love so, that oh perfect age right super hot. yeah pretty much around the same and does age. your dad look like you and is he single or what's <laughs> <laughs> my dad is um divorced i don't know if you're into like divorcees um well i'm into being your mom that's for sure so <laughs> I mean, if you want to put up with him just to solely to be my mom, then that is your prerogative and you take that. I love how you ask, is a divorcee Natalie's type? That's exactly her type. <laughs> I feel like the stepmom profile just fits you like to a T. 100%. I'm the, I'm the cool mom. <laughs> okay, so that that segue brings us into um, number four, which is the couple. Oh, they I've will always this. provide a picture. They will be two middle-aged men, most likely married for a few years and wanting to add something new to their routines and spice up their love life. It'll almost always be like 
younger 20 year olds. And so like in their bio of the Grinder profile, it will say something like Mark 26 and Justin 28 looking for a third, someone to have some wine with and see where things go. <laughs> oh my God. Could and it ever be a straight couple? Uh, I think I've only seen that like once. It's like very uncommon. That That's usually like a Tinder thing. Okay. But you need to avoid these at all costs. <laughs> oh, and why? Because one will follow you on Instagram after and swipe up on all of your stories and <laughs> respond. And like, he will think it's like funny. It will be creepy, but he like will think it is funny. You know, it seems and like we're is, speaking from, like from personal. personal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know that the, the listeners of two solid sixes are smart enough to pick up what I'm putting down. They can pick it up. They can put yeah. two and two together. Yeah, absolutely. So the Castro gaze and for anyone who doesn't live in San Francisco, the Castro is like the infamously gay neighborhood of San Francisco. So yes. this could really be like, this could be expanded to like any gay neighborhood in any city. Totally. Um, but these are the gays that are going out five nights a week to all of the gay bars where the shirts are optional. They probably frequent a drag brunch uh, with their gaggle of gays every single Saturday, and they all have a favorite drag queen to watch. They have hometown pride of the drag queen, and they definitely have a picture with the drag queen on their Instagram, along with them in booty shorts without a shirt at the bar that doesn't require a shirt. <laughs> okay, are these are we still on the type of guy on Grinder? Yes. Not? Okay. Yes. How do you how can you tell what that type of guy is on Grinder? Because they have like the pictures with the drag queens. Got it. There's in the booty shorts or they have the pictures of themselves at Pride, which not saying that like going to Pride is like, well, it is an inherently gay thing, but it's it doesn't typecast you. But like that is the type of person who would put totally themselves at Pride on their profile. Are they also dressing as drag queens or are they like just okay. posting pictures with drag queens? 50-50, like, I don't know, maybe they maybe they could dress as drag queens. Okay. Um, but they usually don't put that in the grinder profile because you wouldn't, like, if you went to, like, go hook up with them, you wouldn't see them in drag. Interesting. Okay. So that would be, like, false advertising. <laughs> I'm, I'm, kind of speechless. <laughs> I'm kind of speechless at gaggle of gays. Um, oh, gaggle of gays. <laughs> lo mm -hmm. Loved that, loved that. Yeah. And then the last one is there's regular people. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> These are, like, finding a needle in a haystack. Like there are some actual normal people on Grindr, uh, but it takes work to find those people. Wow. Okay. And wow. That, that is the umbrella of that is Grindr. I'm speechless. And my first follow-up question is, first of all, which one are you? <laughs> of course, normal. I think, I think I'd be the regular person. More importantly, which one do you mostly go for? I think also the regular person, but also everyone loves a good headless torso now and then. Right. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, I was going to say regular people category aside, which one do you go for the most? Headless HT? I think like I think it would be like headless torso. I'd say sure. HT. Yeah. <laughs> Off of the strictly grinder types, what is your type? Do you like tall guys? Um, short I, guys, seemingly straight I, guys. This is like <laughs> straight guys. I'm not James Charles. Let's put that down. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm fair. not. No. Do you find um, James Charles attractive? No, no. Okay. Um, I think honestly, like I've dated this is my current third boyfriend, and they all like look different. Honestly, this is like so cliche, and like people say this, and they're like, "I'm attracted to someone's attitude," but like it's true. Like it's honestly like if you can make me laugh, that's the funniest. That's like okay, but also like not being too funny. Like from the podcast episode, yeah. What is it? Two weeks ago with Briggs, yes, where with Briggs, yeah, that was last week. I can't have someone who's funnier than me. 
Of like I have not. to have someone who will like, I have to have someone who will like hype up my jokes and like be able to be next to me while I'm the center of attention. Exactly. 100%. Of course. But in private, if they can also make me laugh, then that's everything that I need. And you did send a survey to past hookups, which I'd love to speak to. It was, it was on your TikTok, um, it was. but you did sort of inquire about what people thought of the hookup, what people thought of yes. you and my favorite response. I'll let you speak to it as a whole, but my favorite response was you won't shut up about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was from my wonderful first boyfriend. We dated when I was a freshman in college, but yeah. So I, one of the questions was like, what is your favorite aspect of David's personality? And I think I said, like, remember, I'm just like an object for you to like make commentary on or something like that. And he said, nothing. All you talk about is yourself. And I was like, it hurts. It hurts. It's true. Um, but it, it felt like I saw a lot of myself in that, in that answer, that question yeah. response. Um, totally. Yeah. So you didn't make it anonymous. Well, so I did. It was anonymous, but like I would send it out and I only sent it... I say only, I sent it to 15 people and (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I sent it to 15 people. And like, every time someone would do it, they would be like, oh, I'm done. And then I would go look at it. Like as soon as they did it, of course, right. See, so I'm like smart. Like I was like, don't worry, your answers are anonymous. But then I would literally be like, you gave me a six on the attractiveness level. And they'd be like, I thought it was anonymous. (laughs) And I'm like, nothing's anonymous. (laughs) Not when you're psychotic like me. Right. Of course. So funny. Yeah, but that was a good survey. Yeah, I put like, how would you rate David's attractiveness level? And like one was like a hippo was more attractive than David to like 10, an absolute smoke show. (laughs) And like, I did, how would you rate David's personality? And it was like, one was like, I've had better conversations with a doorknob to 10, like his personality is chef's kiss. And then like, what physical aspect of David is your favorite? And then it was, I, that was the one where I said, like, remember, I'm just like an object for you to comment on. Right. And then it was like, what aspect of my personality is your favorite? I got a lot of interesting ones on that one because my personality is, it's many faceted. Um, <laughs> What are some of the highlights of your like best answers that you got? Oh gosh. So one of it's what is the best part about David's personality? And someone said he was really funny, question mark. <laughs> like not a declaratory statement, but I like I feel like I should be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And then he said, um, but might have been because he was drunk AF. And I was like, that's completely true. I was I think I walked there as well. This was like back in slow, and I was like walking there and then you know like after it was like three in the morning the street was completely dead I was like walking back sobering light of that 3 a.m hour and you're kind of thinking what am I doing with my life where am I where am I it's dark yeah um some other highlights included that I'm not as attractive as I think I am I got a lot of I got a lot of six you got yeah, okay. I got a lot of sixes. You're a I got a lot of sixes. Six? If a you're a six, six, we're rebranding our entire podcast <laughs> and we're two solid twos because you yeah. are so hot. It's oh like funny. But those were some of the highlights of the survey that I sent. And that is Okay, I love that. Did anyone refuse to fill it out? No. Uh, no, I don't think anyone refused to fill it out, but I like sent it to a bunch of people and my second ex-boyfriend we had like a fine ending, but then like he said some things to me that I like didn't. So we like had, we hadn't talked at all. And like, I kind of just was like, really this rude survey to him. after yeah. we ghosted each other. Well, no, no, no. So I was like rude to him and I was like, whatever, I don't really care what you think. And then we hadn't talked in like five months. And then randomly I get a text message from him and the text message is like, I'm upset. I didn't get a survey. 
You're That's kidding. so funny. And then I gave it to him and he gave me like a four on the attractiveness and a four on the personality. And I was like, so you go out of your way to ask <laughs> for the survey and then you lowball me on purpose just to hurt my feelings. You disrespect the survey. We talk a lot about hinge here. Can mm-hmm. we shift from, I love the grinder personas. Yes. Grinder seems like a, a true beast of its own. If, if I, I can't really dabble in that world, but I'm curious as hell. Can you give us some hinge updates? Like any DM slides, any dates, any notable experiences? So I think especially like in 2020, like hinges how I've gone on all of my dates because it's like, I can't be at a bar and just meet someone. And especially like I moved to San Francisco in September of 2020. So like I had never even had a chance of like meeting someone the organic way. So it's all been on hinge. Honestly, I've been on like only three hinge dates and they all went really well. But I think I did a really good job of vetting out the randoms before I agreed to the hinge date. Okay. Um, How'd you do the vetting? Insta stalking, Facebook stalking, all of the photos, like you just have to dive deep. And I was on his cousin's mom's (laughs) Barcelona trip from 2010, seeing what our potential kids would look like at that age that he was in 2010. Obviously. I'm dying. Obviously. That's so great. But yeah, like Hinge is like the cream of the crop of the gay San Francisco dating scene. This is where you're going to put your best foot forward, like put your best photos out of yourself. And it's only, it really is like exclusively if you want to be taken on a date or like go on a date because like, as we know, there are other dates where you can, or there are other apps, excuse me, where you can skip the first date altogether. Of course. Um, And you'd think that people would use Hinge for for its purpose and you'd think you'd only be on there for dates, but I've come across a few men that are like, come over and drink tonight (laughs) before saying hi. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Gary, I'm sick of you. Yeah, literally. And unfortunately, like men are just universally trash and it's just like the worst. But there's also, I also wrote this down, like there's like a dating or like a hinge date, like schedule that like all gays follow. Okay. Um, So first is always a coffee date. It's always, it's always in the middle of the day and it will be like grabbing a coffee at some like local, like coffee roaster that's like around the corner from your apartment. Wow, so, that like I have to be blacked out for my days. Yeah, yeah no, the so wholesome like level scary. just went from headless torso to <laughs> daytime coffee date. Wow, <laughs> I can't keep up. Well, that's the that's the difference between hinge and grinder. So, like, are like, they mutually exclusive? Can a headless torso go on a coffee date? Or like, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I think hinge is like too exposed for the headless torsos. You're I think right. that's like too much like sobering light of day. But like coffee date in the middle of the day. And, like, I live in the marina, so, like, my coffee place is, like, Wrecking Ball. And, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, coffee is, like, a very telling drink about gay men. Interesting. Like, what you order, examples. Like, what you order says it all. Okay, so, like, I will only drink iced coffee. Okay. Okay. No matter what, like, it's 50 degrees in San Francisco, it's cold, it's raining, I'm drinking iced coffee. Okay. But what does that show that like you care about your body or? No, it's just like gays. There's just like this universal like internet culture that gays only drink iced coffee. Okay. Okay. So if he doesn't order an iced coffee, you think what? He's a closeted straight man? (laughs) (laughs) I just think like if you order like a caramel macchiato or like a mocha or like a pumpkin spice latte, you don't drink coffee. You like drink coffee, but you want it to taste like coffee ice cream. Of yeah, you know what I mean? interesting. So then like iced coffee, that's like what every, every self-respecting twink drinks is <laughs> okay. an iced coffee or a cold brew with non-dairy milk. 
Oh, of course, of course. I wouldn't so, put what, what does that someone? say if they have like, you know, maybe some 2% in their iced coffee? Like, what do you do that? I've never come across a gay who drinks iced He's coffee. Speechless. He's speechless. Milk. I like just wouldn't know. Like, I would be like, first of all, do you have stomach organs of steel? <laughs> because like, I literally drink 2% milk. I have to be horizontal for two hours. Yeah. My stomach <laughs> turned upside like, down. <laughs> every gay has IBS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally think so. Um, it, can I it ask has it, to be that way. Can I ask a question pivoting from from your IBS and lactose intolerance? Um, <laughs> I want to ask about who pays mm. on a date with two men because Caitlin and I have openly said, you know, we kind of like when the guy pays and I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if there were two men. How do you know who pays? Is it who asks for the date? How do you know? And that's probably an ignorant question because, you know, we live in a, in a world that, you know, anyone can pay for anything. Of course, I don't like paying for shit, but who pays? No, I mean, I am, it's a, it's a great question. I, I also do not like paying for anything. It's like <laughs> my weakness. I would say that like, if you're going on a date with someone who is like around the same age as you, like 22, cause I'm 22. so like 22 to like 25. Mm-hmm. I would expect to like split the bill. And if you're getting coffee, like you would each order separately. Okay. But if you're going on a date with someone who's like older than you, like in their 30s, like they have it together. They have a big boy job. They're not constantly worrying about if they're going to lose their job because they can't do their job right because they started three months ago, like me. So true. They have the financial security. So like, I mean, if they don't offer to pay, then I would kind of be like, damn, you're cheap. It's that's usually how it would work. And are these coffee dates like an interview? Like what's being asked? Like your your salary or what motivates no. you? Like so what <laughs> that's really funny because I was like listening to I think it was you. I actually don't listen to any other podcast, so I know it was you guys. <laughs> and Briggs was talking about how like in New York, like they like they ask your salary, like when you yeah. go on a date, like that never comes up. Like I like never never money never comes up. Basically, like I think that I am just like I ask like 3 million questions and I think that's part of the undiagnosed ADHD, but like, I literally just keep asking guys questions. I'm like, what do you do? What do you like to do? Where do you live? What's your family like? Like, where are you from? Like, do you go home often? Do you have a good relationship with your mom? Like all this stuff. And I mean, that's better than being a silent dead fish. Like at least you're trying to get to know them. Totally. Totally. And so, yes, I guess in a sense it is an interview, but it's more of like a personal interview of like, who are you? What do you like to do? What sports did you play in high school? Like, do you still like to do them now? Like, what do you do for exercise now? Do you have friends? Do you live alone? Like all that stuff. I feel like we could 100% take a page out of your book, given that Caitlin and I will pregame our dates, go (laughs) vaguely remember them and then wonder if he's the one or if we hate him. Like, (laughs) like it's all fuzzy. You got to try and remember. I like actually need someone else to go on the date, watch it, film it so that I can actually know what it was like. You can play it back. Right. Totally. Um, There are dates like that. Like I, I would think that coffee dates are like the first here. And then Mm -hmm. after that you go on a dinner date, but like, I always try to do a coffee date because like, if you're doing dinner, like I'm committing to like an hour at least. And what so, if I, yeah, and that's like a first day. It's like, what if I don't like you? And I like, you can't say like, oh my God, my mom's gallbladder just bursted while you're in the, mo- yeah. in the middle of dinner. But you can say that like <laughs> while you're at coffee or like, oh my God, my roommate just passed out next to her cat or like something like I have to go save her. Like, right. <laughs> it's much easier to do that on a coffee date. Um, but then, then wine is like my current boyfriend now was like appalled because uh, on our first date, uh, he was like, do you want to get some wine? I was like, let's just get a bottle. It literally was like, let's get a bottle. I would do the same. Same. I was like, let's, I'm like, let's just do it. Like we're having fun. Right. And he was like, oh, okay. And then I later figured out that, um, he's a lightweight. 
And so when I was powering through that bottle of wine, you blacked him out. I think I might have. Yeah. I think he threw up that night. I mean, <laughs> all's well we're in while you're spoken for, right? And, so. I mean, I guess it ended up, I guess it ended up okay. How many of your hinge dates had a second date? Two, maybe. Two of the three? Yeah. 66%. I mean, that's great. So that's, yeah. Well, it, so, did you meet your current boyfriend on hinge? Yes. But there was also the other guy who got a second date. He was straight all four years of college. I can't no. believe it's taking me this long to say it. I cannot believe it's taking me this long to bring it up. Yeah. He was straight all four years of college. What does that oh mean though? God. He was straight or he was, he closeted. was always gay or what does that mean? Well, I mean, I think he's like closeted, but like he like never did anything with guys, like never went on dates with guys or anything. And like, I think I was like his like third ever like hinge date. Does that he scare you? Um, no, it doesn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> nothing scares me yeah nothing scares. after headless torso i think nothing <laughs> nothing can rock this ship but yeah i mean it was fine he's like obviously like very straight acting like we went on a date and he was like i love watching sports and i was like me too go sports teams I <laughs> love i'm like love that we're bonding over our mutual love of sports and then but then i'm like for reference like what like what sport exactly and like what team do you like and then i'm like oh yeah me too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i know i love like, I was loving and loves like nothing I love more than like sitting on a couch on a Sunday drinking beer and I'm a beer girl you're a beer guy yep <laughs> do you uh, feel like you put on an act like I feel like sometimes I try to mold so much to what that person wants me to be that I'll be like oh my god I love reading <laughs> and pottery and <laughs> birds like oh my god okay. tell me more so like he was hot so I obviously like on our first date he was like I love sports and I'm like I as well watch sports. <laughs> so I obviously had to change my entire personality <laughs> yes, to fit his. To fit yeah. this mold of what I thought was the one. I literally went on a date and I was like, this is the one. And then on our first date, he, we were like sitting down at, at Fort Mason, this park. And he like got up and he was like, I have a leg cramp. Like, I think I took too much Adderall today. And I was like, oh. I was like, that's hot. And I was like, the one he's. He's the one. Caitlin, I have a code word. It's T-O. It stands for the one. And whenever we go on any date or any interaction with a male, we'll text T-O, question mark. And it's just a simple it's yes It's never no. been T-O if you were curious. Yeah. I've never been, been yes. It's never been yes. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, is your type straight seeming guys? I don't think so. Um, actually, that's like kind of false. I think yes. I think yes. But is I it mean, like, would it be hot to you to like hook up with an actual straight guy? Like, not in a creepy James Charles way where I would, like, pursue it. But, like, if I was single and, like, a guy hit me up and he was, like, and then after and he was, like, by the way, I'm straight. And then I'd be, like, yay, congratulations. Yeah, because I, I feel like that's something that, like, some gay guys that you mentioned James Charles but, like, totally aspire to do. Whereas as a girl, if a guy is, like, oh, I'm kind of teetering the line. Like, I've kind of hooked up with a couple guys. I'm, like, oh, okay. I have to like really think about that for a bit and be like, how do I feel about that? Yeah, <laughs> like, and like you like both girls and guys, therefore the pool of people who I'm competing with is doubled. Bigger. I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's not like something I like. And also I think about it too, is like, again, going back to the one, like every person I hook up with, I'm like, oh my God, could he be the one? <laughs> and I'm like, if he's straight, then there's no way that he would ever be T.O. That's 100%. true. So it's like, That's why true. would I even try? Would you... And have you ever hooked up with um, a bi guy? I think, like, hook up, like, no. But I I did kiss a straight boy in a fraternity at Cal Poly. 
Okay, okay. A, pro- a prominent one. We're going to have to take that one offline. Yeah, let's We're going to have to take that one offline. This has been a dream come true. I, we're so glad to have you on. Can you plug your socials for us? Like, how can the people oh find my God. you? They're going to want was, more. That was so seamless. Sure, if you want my socials, <laughs> I'll give them to you. My Instagram and TikTok is David D. Ferris. My middle name does not start with a D. It was just the only David Ferris variation username available at that moment. Okay, so it's like um, David... Yep. Yep. Um, so those are, that's Instagram and TikTok. Amazing. I love how we had a conversation about you remaining anonymous at the start of this pod and you get on, hi, I'm David, David Ferris I'm David and this Ferris. is where I work. And this is where I work. <laughs> this is what I do. This is my address. Come see me if you want. I love fan mail. Exactly. Exactly. No, but seriously, thank you so much. You're an absolute joy. The people are going to absolutely love you. I can already feel it in my bones. Oh my thank well, you so I... much for giving us plebeians the time of day. Oh my um, gosh. It's it all in so the day's fun. work, you know, pro bono work. <laughs> it keeps the appearances up. It makes me look like a more right. holistic person. Of course you have to do charity. Yes. Yes. Well, this literally was so fun. I will. I love this. This is a dream come true. So thank you. We love you. Tune in next week to Two Solid Sixes. Follow us on Instagram at Two Solid Sixes. Like, rate, and subscribe. Bye, guys. Bye.